0: When you allow yourself to come from your wholeness, which is the truth, it's a scientific truth, and you allow yourself to come from your inherent worth, you realize that you deserve nothing less than everything you've ever dreamt of.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Before we jump into the podcast, this episode is sponsored by my brand new $7 offer. It's a comprehensive list of digital marketing tools. Why? So you can look smart, so you can offer the best marketing services, so you can come to the table knowing what the latest and greatest tools are, and you can run your business efficiently. It's going to make you smart. It's going to make you feel confident, and it's all in one place, and you can reference it anytime. We have the tools divided by my recommended tech stack for virtual assistance. We have business tools, AI tools, marketing tools, email, websites, SEO, social media, audio and video, and graphic design. If you've ever looked at how someone else is doing it and wondered how they did it, I have that tool. I have that tool. I've been collecting them for years. They're all in one spot. Go grab it now in the show notes. Back to the podcast. Hey, it's Emily Reagan. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. I have been doing this freelance work for over 13 years now, and it's so interesting about what makes clients successful, what makes my fellow freelancers successful, business owners successful in general, entrepreneurs. You know, you know the shtick. And I've seen some common traits, and there's something big that holds all of us back that gets in our heads that prevents us from really going for things we want in life. And I try to have these good mom moments where I talk about this with my kids, and I don't think they always get it. I didn't know about any of this growing up, but it's your mindset. It's our mindset. Our mindset is going to make or break us and us showing up in total confidence about what we're doing, even when we're scared, right? It's about doing it scared, right? Christina Knapp on the podcast just a few weeks ago talked about fear is the green flag to go forward. So inside our digital marketers work group, I asked everybody what mindset crap they're dealing with. And the fact is we all freaking have it. All of us do. So just some of us talk about it more. Some of us are more outwardly facing and and need kind of external drivers to calm our fears and talk some sense into us. Some of us just share more. It doesn't mean we're not all going through it. I remember talking to my friend who has a $3 million business and she said, That cliche advice, like new level, new devil, like new levels of imposter syndrome every freaking time. And that's just how it is being an entrepreneur, being a self-employed business owner, owning a digital service-based business. So if you're listening to this and you're not alone, there's no judgment. I feel so honored that the people inside our digital marketers work group felt safe enough to share. And it's always so surprising because they're very accomplished freelancers and marketers and specialists in there, and they're still dealing with it. But the question is, how do you set it aside? How do you not feed it? How do you move forward to be successful? Here's the problem. I can give you all the cheerleading, all the cheerleading and support and rah-rah that you need, right? I can give you that. Your friends can give you that. Your mom can give you that. Heck, sometimes our kids are even good at it. Maybe the husbands. And then I can teach you all of the marketing practices and help you with what's actually working right now. What do clients expect you to know? I can help you set up your business so it looks professional AF. But what I cannot just hand over on a silver platter is your ability to tap into your confidence and bring it forward when you don't feel it. And it happens. And that's the thing the clients want the most. They want to be confident in you that you're confident that you can do the work. So that's why all of this stuff adds up. You want premium clients. You want premium prices. you got to put your best foot forward inside yourself. Does that sound weird? Probably. I'm really good with that. Okay. So here is what I'm doing the next three episodes here of Unicorns Unite. It's still summer break. We're still enjoying some of this weather before the fall hits in. We're still enjoying time with our kids, our family. Hopefully some of our clients have dialed it back a little bit. Maybe they're getting into fall launch season. God bless you if that's you. But I wanted to bring up this mindset trash because it's okay to admit it. It's okay to work on it. And in some situations, you might need to hire an expert to get more help. There's deep things that go in us, trauma and lived experiences we bring to the table. We all have a lot of baggage. We've all started telling ourselves stories and we've all created emotions and feelings out of, of facts. And the fact is, I believe you can do this business. I know you can do it. I'm here every week showing you other freelancers and other service providers and other marketers and business owners who are kicking ass and doing it too. There's a lot of evidence in that, but the evidence also has to come within. So I'm starting a three week mini mindset series on this podcast. I've got some heavy hitters. I've got Tracy Litt, I've got Marianne Gramick and I've got Sally Arias here to talk about the mindset stuff. Yeah, you can go out and get a coach, but I'm hoping to fast track your belief in yourself with these episodes. I hope you go down the rabbit holes of exploring each of these women's businesses and really start to do the deep internal work you need to do to know that you are worthy and deserving of a financial success and freedom from your nine to five from whatever's trapping you. So these podcasts are deep It's stuff I don't always know how to talk about well, but this is the make or break factor successful business owners and non, the people who set up boundaries and believe in themselves and show up with confidence. And this is why inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, we have an entire workshop dedicated to facing your fear and getting freedom from fear with a confidence coach, Jen Grosso. So if you are joining this fall cohort that starts in October, you will have this. You will have this in your back pocket so you can tap into it because you are going to be scared. You are going to be fearful. So today on the podcast, I have Tracy Litt talking about mindset. This woman is amazing. And I think I told you I'm not even that woo, but just everything she talks about, it makes so much sense with science. This isn't just like manifesting your dream life. This is teaching your brain to think positively and move towards your dreams to assist you instead of hurting you. Here are signs you need to listen to this mindset series. And before you just poo-poo it and think this isn't for me, because I do that too. Not that I know it all. It's just like, ah, not another mindset thing. Here's how you know you need to listen to this. If you're censoring yourself, if you're afraid of getting visible, if you're abdicating your power, if you're addicted to being overwhelmed and overworked, if you're denying your boundaries and not speaking up, if you're playing it safe, if you're struggling with any kind of inadequacy, charging rates talking about your prices, putting yourself in the room at the big leagues, this series is for you. Mindset is a difference maker. So today we have Tracy Litt, a quantum success mentor for visionary women leaders who are navigating huge paradigm shifts and elevating into a next level of themselves. Tracy is all about you embodying that next level self. You know how you're supposed to dress the part of the job you want to be? You got to think like her too. And she's going to help you do that. She's an international best-selling author, a TEDx speaker. She's the founder of The Lit Factor and creator of The Mind Magic, which could be the methodology you need to change, expand, and elevate. Her work has served thousands of women across the globe. She's been featured in a bunch of different cool places. And her book, Worthy Human, is a number one bestseller in the spiritual growth and mindset category. So if you walk away, I just cannot wait for you to meet Tracy. I straight up just ask her what you should say to yourself in these different situations. So stay with me with this episode. I know it's a long one. I just don't want you to realize what we're doing here with this mindset series. You have to understand your fear. You have to understand that you will always be working on yourselves. And then in the next episode, we're talking to Marianne about your inner critic, dealing with that negative self-talk comes up in the freelancer world all the time. And then we're talking with Selly about detaching emotions in business. And all of these are going to help you just step into your business as this next level business owner. So you got this. If you love this podcast, go ahead and tag Tracy and I on Instagram. Let us know, reach out to her. Pay attention to the free book that she's giving away, her events. Tracy might be the person you need in your life. And hopefully I'm the person you need to continue your journey as a marketing freelancer. The UDMA school opens in October. Workgroup is always taking applications, but will open again in November. Let's jump into this episode. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. My audience is going to love, love, love you. They need you. Would you tell everyone a little bit about you if they haven't met you before?
0: Yes, I'm so excited to be here, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Tracy Litt. I'm the founder of The Lit Factor, the creator of Mind Magic. And what we do inside of our company is take you within so that you can focus on your inner environment. You can shift your programming, remove your perceived limitations and actively become the next level version of you. Because when you focus on the inside, everything we work so damn hard to achieve externally just follows and flows. The real answer is you cannot shift the external results by focusing on the external results. You shift the external by focusing on the internal and nobody does it better than we do.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that. And it's so important for how we move forward as freelancers, how we deal with clients with things beyond our control. So we're going to talk about so much today, but first, will you tell everyone a little bit about where you started with your own career? Because I know you've made some big changes too.
0: Yeah. So I started, I was the vice president of human resources and elder care for about 12 years. And that was like a huge ladder that I had climbed. I was sitting in that position and my soul was screaming at me, right? And, I, and I, I'm hoping and I'm confident that this starts to resonate to your beautiful listeners because that's pretty much why we all jump ship and realize there's a whole different way to live, right? And everything that we were taught about how to be in life and just like going down this control matrix order of operations river that we're pushed down, you know, when you sense you're meant for more, you have to answer that call. And that's what happened to me as I was sitting in that HR role and everybody in my my life side note, thought I was batshit crazy because I ran a department, I had a team, I made phenomenal money, I worked from home. I liked what I did. I didn't have any issues with the function of my role. They liked me. Why in the world would you leap from something so safe and so quote, responsible and like you made it, you're a VP, what else, what else, what else? It was exactly that in a broader stroke. It was like everything else I meant for so much more. I am gifted. I am talented. I'm unique. I am special. I, I want to serve this world deeper and wider. I want to create a legacy where I'm actively showing women what's possible by being the proof first. And that was when I took the leap because my highest self came through my she. And she said, you can't die like this. And you know that no one's getting out alive. So how long are you gonna gas break with your fear? Because that's what I was doing. I was in that corporate job. And on Monday, I was like, I'm going to coaching school. I'm gonna go. And then on Tuesday, I was like, the hell you are? Who do you think you are? What if it's too much of a risk? What if people don't like you? And all those things started circling. And I did that gas break. I did it. I did it for so, uh, two years. Oh God, that was gonna be my question. How long? Two years. No! which is actually such a gift as everything is because everything is divine. When I took the leap, finally, I promised myself that I would never allow another woman to throw away two years or any amount of time because of fear the way that I did. And I started obsessively researching risk, risk aversion, risk perception, the biology of fear. And that's why my Ted talk is on fear because I was like, Oh, I'm cracked the code now. And the work that we do on fear is groundbreaking. And we have women that are showing up in their fullest expression, beaming, shining, allowing their more living in a space of playing bigger because they understand the truth about fear and how to dance with it and how to let the woman in their vision lead.
1: Oh, my gosh. I want to talk about fear in a minute. But tell us, what did you do? Like, What did you do with this like entrepreneurial dream and how did it turn out?
0: Well, the entrepreneurial journey is amazing. And I constantly feel like I'm in the corner stretching out, just getting ready to get ready, right? Like, which is amazing, which is just great. And entrepreneurship is incredible. And I want to say that for everyone to hear, like you guys, we're making something out of nothing. Okay. That's fucking incredible. For ourselves. Right, right. Becoming leaders, becoming breadwinners by choice, not by necessity. Right. There is a new world that is being built as every single woman shows up in her meant for more, shows up in her call, shows up to remember the truth of who you are and what you are. And you lean in, you remove yourself because your business is not about you, even though every brand special. And so the world wants to tell you it is. It's not. You might be the face and you might be delivering the service, but your business has nothing to do with you. Your business is about who needs you. Right. So I actually manifested a layoff from that corporate job I was in. So I enrolled in coaching school and I started to do my thing. And then I got laid off and fear said, get another job. You have a whole year of coaching school. What are you going to do? Like you could get another job. And I said, no, because if I do that, I'm not showing the universe that I'm committed. So if you're really with us right now, I want you to jot this down. When you move, I move. That's how the universe plays when you move, I move, right? Like that amazing rap song, but they say, when I move, you move. So at our (laughs) lab, we sing, when you move, I move, just like that. When you move, I move, just like
1: that, right? I knew you were gonna sing for me, I knew it. (laughs) I'm
0: always singing, my brain is just songs. So to really recognize that and, and allow yourself right now to take this and go, okay, so if the universe, which it is, is always around you and observing you and looking down upon you, Are you showing up in your commitment? Are you showing up in your conviction? How are you spending the hours of your day? Are you showing the universe and all of the potentials and possibilities that you are here and you know who you are and you are in it to win it. And when you do that, then you're just like, Ooh, look at her. Sweet. I'm going to throw this synchronicity in her path. Look at that. I'm going to give this potential her way. And then you start to realize that you're in a co-creation process. And then it's just easy. And fun.
1: Yeah, I know so many people who have this dream, especially in my world, to work for themselves, to leave the nine to five, and it just becomes talk. I mean, I gather all the VOC. I gather all the objections on this. It just breaks my heart because, like you said, that's two years. That's like two years you struggled with yourself. And you're a go-getter. You're a dominant personality.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it has nothing to do with that. And what the biggest gift I can give you right now, just based on what you just said, Emily, is... There's never a moment in time where your mind, body, and nervous system is on your side. There is never a moment in time, and this is understanding the science of change and fear. There's never a moment in time where your system's like, yeah, go do that unknown thing, get a girl, right? There's never a moment in time where your mind, body, and nervous system is like, yes, let's thrive, because that's not its function. Its function is, did she wake up today and breathe? Winning. Right? And what's really challenging and ironic about that is everything that you desire lives in the great unknown. Everything that is in your vision, all of your more, all of your different, that leap from nine to five into your entrepreneurial vision, into your capacity, into playing with your unlimited potential and even pay attention to my language, right? Because what happens is the mind and the body starts to make you feel tight and tense and it starts to offer you all of this limiting thinking. I mean, self-doubt is not actually doubt. Self-doubt is what fear uses in an effort to get you to believe your thinking and get you to sit back down and not move. Keep you safe. right? Right? Right, exactly, that's the whole thing. So if to your system, safe equals the same, so you can aspire, you can know you're amazing at what you do, you are ready to take this from side hustle to full blown business, And what you get to know is, Oh, I'm going to stop waiting for my mind and system to be on board. Oh shit. Actually when it's against me, it means I'm going after it. When it's feeding me, who do you think you are? What if it's too much of a risk? What if it sucks? What if you don't get clients? What if you don't know how to lead that way? What if you actually get successful and then you outperform how your family made money and what kind of leader do you need to be And all of these things? That is your fear using doubt in an effort to get you to attach to your thinking and stay put. And what you get to know is this, and I want you to jot this down. Thoughts are options, not facts. And if you continue to let your mind lead, you will be groundhog's day for the rest of time. And you will get to the end of your life because the only truth there is, is no one's getting out alive. And you will look back and you will be like, I listened to that podcast with Emily and that woman, Tracy. I heard her, but I didn't like really hear her. And now I have no more time left. And I sat in that fucking job and I need you to have a moment right now where you're like, Oh God, because that's what it takes. There is tremendous clarity that occurs when you take yourself to the end of your life. When you take yourself to the moment where you, you just, you don't have any more time left, then what? When you can start to allow yourself to make decisions from that place, you will be amazed your power and you will be amazed at what you create and what you generate
1: oh my gosh that's so beautiful no we don't want to live with any regret we don't want what if or question right right and it's safe and you're whole and you're lovable and you're magnetic and you're abundant
0: and the truth of who you are is you are derived from oneness and from pure love you are source you are energy you are divine you are Capable beyond measure. You are actually unlimited, and the only limits you experience are the ones you continue to attach to, the ones that you perceive, and the ones that you use in an
1: effort to continue to feel safe. It's your one shot. You said something there. You are the source, you're the one source. And I just, what came up for me is so many of the women in my community are not used to putting themselves first not realizing that that they it's a deep self-worth thing right it comes from being the mom being the nurturer being maybe enneagram twos what would you say to them it's not your fault
0: and there's nothing wrong with you let's take a beat and really examine we become who we are because of what's modeled what we are told is right what we are fed about being a good girl, a good woman, depending Mm -hmm. on where you fall in your religion, how much you need to earn your worthiness in order to X, Y, Z. You look at the June Cleavers in the 1950s and the model of, right? Like if you Google good housekeeping, 1950, you'll you'll want to punch someone in the face, right? (laughs) Because women were marginalized, right? And we're still fighting that fight. So let's appreciate The vast difference in, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a breadwinner, I can make as much money as I choose to make, I can shine. I know that I get to prioritize myself because I'm the generator and I'm the common denominator and I'm the asset and everything is coming out of me. And that what we're up against is an infrastructure and a belief system and a society that has fed anything but that. That's why you're never alone. We have clients from New Zealand, to Australia, to Connecticut, to California, to Florida and everywhere in between. Right. And there's only so many themes. I can tell you your common core beliefs. I can tell you your adaptive behaviors because we were all bred the same way. Right. So people pleasing, you observed your mother do that. You observed your grandmother do that. Right. There's a little bit of primal safety in there because we started as tribes people. So if you actually, you know, are fully self-expressed, you you are going to be taken out of the tribe and not have food and shelter or community and you will die, right? We were raised in this weird warped sense that we were supposed to be liked, right? Think about when we were young girls and invited to a birthday party. And if you weren't invited, it was like, oh, and what happened? We created a belief about ourselves. Well, if I was better, if I was quieter, if I mattered, I would have been invited, what's wrong with me? right? We have an ego that literally is based in a protection mechanism to help keep us alive. And everything about our ego brings us to self. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? So we perpetuate people-pleasing and we perpetuate control and we perpetuate all of these different ways of being and perfectionism and procrastination, not because there's anything wrong with you. You're whole. That, that's the whole thing. You are whole. You are worthy of Simply because
1: you woke up today. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to bend your boundaries and overwhelm yourself with to-do lists. Right, right. Which
0: which also, interestingly, the more I serve and do this work, it also serves as a really, really great reason to not play big. Really, really serves as a very convenient, right? Because someone will commiserate with you. Oh Oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. And then we're not actually smashing the patriarchy or building a more progressive world. We're placating into the same bullshit that your grandmother placated into. And you have to stop. Like, I'm building a new world. You're all hopefully coming along with me, right? Because we need it. Because if we we don't be different, right? Like, how easy it is to post a meme about thoughts become things, but you don't spend any time thinking about what you're thinking about, right? Like, talking shit's over, you guys. It's done. You got to start embodying. You got to, you got to change because that's the only way to live in your unlimitedness and feel amazing. And only Um, you can do it for yourself. Yes. Yeah. I I always joke around my clients and listen, if I could have figured out how to crawl up you by now and do the work for you, I'd have figured it out. Okay. But it's not a thing. (laughs) And you're going to need to write that the old adage, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I will give you every kind of water you could ever imagine, but you're the one who has to lift the glass and take a sip repetitively to create change.
1: You know, I was listening to one of your podcasts. I'll link to it here in the show notes, but you were talking about the self-sabotage and receivership. Will you tell my audience a little bit about that? Because I just, I think they need to hear it. I talk to a lot of virtual assistants who might've done it and then they pause and they're starting back up. And when I talk to them, I can see, they're holding themselves back with their pricing with like not putting themselves out there with struggling with their own inadequacies, right? You know, so would you, would you speak on that for a minute?
0: Yes, totally. I'm sitting in, there's so many beautiful directions we can yes, go. with. So, so many. the first thing I just want to say about self-sabotage is that it's self-protection. I don't like sabotage because it feels like hard, like self-sabotage actually sounds like you're trying to screw yourself over.
1: Right. I didn't think you lied to
0: me. No, you're not. You're not. Okay, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You don't need to be fixed. And if you are currently doing any kind of transformational internal work through that lens, you need to stop and we need to talk. Because it's like you're trying to work yourself out of quicksand. And it's a fucking lie. You are not broken. You are not needing to be fixed. And you're not trying to sabotage yourself. Right? Let's go back to the top of the call. Mind, body, system it's like, oh, hell no, she will not become her highest self. Oh, no, she will absolutely not make millions of dollars. She will not be visible, right? Not because it's not available to you, not because it is your birthright to play as big as you want, but because to your mind, body and system, that is a potential threat and they are over here against you, trying to hold you down and your responsibility is the stunningly, fabulous, sexy, grown ass woman that you are is to learn that you're the director of this whole thing. You are not a victim of it. You are the one who is directing your mind and your body and allowing your soul's objective to come through, which is expansion and healing and iteration, right? Like we're here to evolve. If we're not evolving, we're dying. So then let's break up with the phrase sabotage because that just sounds nasty and I'm not about anything nasty. I'm about love, more love. It's tattooed on me like it's about love. That's the answer so then isn't it more loving to go isn't it interesting that my system's trying to protect of course it is i'm moving outside the lines of course it is and notice for yourself like oh all of a sudden your your system just drops a little bit you feel a little bit like oh
1: okay oh i love me thank you for trying to protect me this makes so much more sense now i love what you did you created the awareness and you addressed
0: it Right. And shifted from this, because part of this is also about understanding consciousness. And we teach this in mind magic. All of this is we're so conditioned to live third dimensionally, right? In the third dimension of consciousness, it's driven by lack and fear and separation. And our whole culture drives that, right? Whereas when you come up through into fifth dimension of consciousness, you realize that it is about love and abundance and trust and oneness, and you're not separate from any of it. And that's when you start to really generate and really enjoy it. But to recognize, oh, okay. So if I'm in lack and fear and separation and I keep playing this, I'm not enough game. I want to stop, but I just, it's like a tennis match that never ends, right? And realizing how your ego plays into that and realizing how making things mean stuff about you, especially in business, the client ghosted you right now, all of a sudden you're running down the rabbit hole of hell being like, I knew I shouldn't have done this. No, it does not mean that. Okay. That is a reflection of that client. Something happened with them. Stop taking so much responsibility for everybody, right? Or you launch something and you wanted 25 people and you got four. And now you are focused on the absence of the numbers that are not there. Instead of going, I have four incredible beings that said yes to hanging out with me and doing this epic thing and paying attention to where you're paying attention and pouring that love into the people that said yes right? And all of the stuff that we do around that, it's really about prioritizing your energy because that's what you are. You are far more energy than you are matter and paying attention to your frequency. So that's that piece. When you talk about receivership, it's such an interesting topic because it flies in the face of everything we were taught to be as strong, resilient women who you got it. You're juggling the plates and the other plates. And then someone asks you, can you? And I guess, of course I can, right? Because there's still a part of you that's proving and earning your worth, right? And there's a part of you that believes that asking for help and receiving support means weakness, or you're going to be found out somehow, right? Or what does it mean about you? I have to control everything to be loved. And we start to look into our earlier wounds, which is important. Receivership is part of your goddessness. You are. You are a goddess, right? When you break up with the hard and the hustle and that constantness and the overfunctioning that we're all so freaking masterful of, you realize that receiving is asking and allowing for help, right? Receiving is when you receive a compliment. You don't go, oh, this old thing, or, oh, I haven't washed my hair in a week. Instead, you just go, thank you, thank you. And you sit in that discomfort because it is uncomfortable at first and then it also means well if i'm going to become a phenomenal receiver which by the way is an essential characteristic to be as successful as you're capable of being if i'm going to be like my next level of her she's a phenomenal receiver right because this is about embodying the woman you're becoming it also means your people pleasing has to die your martyrdom has to go yes your control needs to be killed and when we look at The science of change and what it means to intentionally evolve you are actively killing off parts of your old identity
1: yeah you're asking for what you want right you're realizing what you want what you desire you're putting yourself first which i love that just like circled around yes
0: yes and it's and 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 please don't feel like you're on some island there isn't a woman that i have ever coached met at any level of success that came out of the womb as a phenomenal receiver (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, yeah. it, it, is, it is a practice because also as you become a phenomenal receiver and your energy raises, your frequency raises, it's like when you're a receiver, you're going, give it to me. I'm ready. I'm here. More. Yes. <sighs> yes. Help me. Yes. Carry my water. Yes. Take that to the car. Yes. Make me dinner. Yes. Do that for me. Yes. Drive my kid to school. Yes. 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 And when you're doing that, you're literally in this kind of energy, like, "Mm, I am a goddess, right? When you are not practicing being a phenomenal receiver, you're going like this. "Mm, Nope, I'm good. I don't need anything else. Don't look at me. Don't see me. Don't give anything to me. Don't give me more clients. Don't give me more money.
1: Don't give me more love. Don't give me more resources. Let's
0: just not do that anymore.
1: I love that. I was just thinking about how, you know, I was recovering from surgery and I just had parents come out and be like, can I drive your kid? Can I drive your kid? And I think and Emily on a different time. And I still struggle with it with this, but that's hard. It's hard as a mom to get help. Right. And I always grow closer to other moms when we help each other. Like that always furthers our relationship. But I see this in the business world when it comes to hiring VAs. Right. I know I have a mix of business owners and, you know, the freelancers who listen to this, but like they get up against that block a lot, like getting help in their own business, like stop wanting to do it all, wanting to control it all. And I know, I feel that with, I have a team of five now and getting their help on some things. Yes, please. (laughs) like, bring it. It feels so good. I get so much more done, but I wish more people would see that. And I hope they listen. I hope you're listening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, No, I know that you guys are listening and I know that this is resonating because quite frankly, how can it not, right? And it is a very natural thing because if you even look at receivership through the lens of the science of change, which means anything that you feel differently from how you feel operate from how you usually operate experience something you haven't experienced that represents you leaving your zone of familiarity and moving into your unknown and your unfamiliarity so even though logically it's like yeah i'd love to have help then when push comes to shove and it's time to post the job, do the interview, hire the person out, let the person drive your kid, what have you, what you get to recognize is in that moment, your nervous system feels really unsafe, not because it is unsafe, but because it has no evidence that this is who you've been, right? Your mind, body and nervous system is a record of the past and it's your responsibility to recondition your body to a new version of you, to a new way of thinking, right? To new ways of being. So then you get to recognize like, okay, it feels hard, not because it is hard, but because it's unfamiliar. So whether I'm climbing Machu Picchu or I'm promoting an offer for the first time, or I'm allowing myself to hire a VA or let someone take my kid to school, oh, it's because my system's fighting for same not because there's anything wrong and then that invites you into creating safety for your system because we do all the work that we do is around nervous system love right it's integrated into everything because you can actually give your nervous system the safety it needs so that you can go do the things you need to do and then
1: become her and that's what you teach in your programs right
0: Yeah, all of it. It it is mind, body, spirit, soul, nervous system. It's everything because the only way for it to be effective and sustainable, like we have women that look back and like, I can't even think like my own self if I try to, right? Because you have to change your level of mind, your belief structure, what you know, how you perceive yourself, the thoughts you think, the words you speak, the energy you emit, what you tolerate, right? Your identity is driving your lived experience right? You have to intentionally evolve. And then all of those things show up as a natural byproduct of you elevating your identity and the energetics that come out of that new identity. It doesn't sound easy. Some days it is and some days it's not. That's true. That's true. It's not easy in the beginning. It gets easier. And I will always argue that it's the most worthwhile work of your life. And it also requires a belief shift because we were never ever taught to go within the best thing we can do, especially as women. Okay. Because women are here to change the world. Like I know that. And I know, I know we both, you know, have three daughters and I'm one of three girls myself. We have to shift the way we invest. Right. And still, I love it. Have a luxury vacation. Have a great purse. I love it all. In conjunction with investing in you. Your time, your energy, your money in your healing, in your growth, and your ascension. I promise you, like, I promise you, come in and you do the work, I will give you your money back if you tell me that you are not drastically different as a result of doing the work. Because it works every time. The work, it works 100% of the time. It works.
1: Hey, my inbox is flooded right now with referrals for digital marketing assistance. There's so many work opportunities. This is how you create a flexible schedule where you're the boss, where you work when you want to and you have off and play when you want to. This is how you have the ultimate job satisfaction where you get to be creative and a team player. And this is how you make money. It's skills, it's money, and I can help you do it fast inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. If you've been wanting to work from home as a freelance marketer, that can help you get started. Get on the wait list and I'll see you in October. So what about that resistance to invest in yourself? Yeah, I love that topic, too.
0: It's unfamiliar. So we go right back to the science of change. A lot of it lives in the core that our lack of belief in self starts to come through. You don't think it'll work for you, even though you've seen 17 testimonials of other women that it's worked for. Somehow you're fucking different. Somehow, but not for you. It worked for all of them, but it doesn't work for you. Right. Here's what's so fun about this. What's the core origin of all of that? Your mind, body, and system is like, yes, sweet. She didn't do that program. Oh my God. Yes. Like so many women at first, and they come back around to tell me this once they become clients, they're like, I ran from you. I heard you on a thing, right? I'm I'm very polarizing. I'm either like, you're like, I need her right now. Or you're like, I'm never talking to her again because I represent you actually being different. I represent you literally knowing it's safe to have it all and generating whatever your definition of all is. And for your nervous system, because each one of us have a unique imprint of our nervous system, they are all different. Depending on where you're coming from, you want to run for the hills because if you hang out with me long enough, you will not recognize yourself and you will have everything you want. And fear of success is pervasive.
1: This is why I wanted everyone to meet you because I want them to have it all. I want them to create a vision, cast a vision, build a life in alignment and have it all.
0: Yes, yes. because when you allow yourself to come from your wholeness, which is the truth, it's a scientific truth, and you allow yourself to come from your inherent worth, you realize that you deserve nothing less than everything you've ever dreamt of. And it doesn't matter who you were born to or what happened to you or what you perceive your insurmountable struggles are or your deficiencies. Those are the lies. Those are the lies, right? And that to me, that's why I wake up every day to reflect back to you how capable you are. To hold your hand to let you know, I've got you so fucking hard. The universe is your safety net. Let's go. That's the world that I want to live in.
1: I like when you say, I think it was on your stories the other day, you are limitless. Like that really spoke to me. Just like knowing that I'm not shackled to what people did before me, what my parents modeled to me, that like I'm capable of creating change and having it all. Oh my God. Yes. Yes.
0: And it's like, we have to transcend the past because you cannot generate a new future living in the emotions and narratives of your past. Right? Like that's the thing. We, the past doesn't even exist anymore, but you keep like bringing it back to life when you think about it. Right. And then you're activated or triggered and you're experiencing an emotion of your past. Right. And when we really examine belief structure and worldviews, you became who you are and you didn't even choose any of it. Like that to me, gets me. I'm like, what is happening? You did not choose your family, your coaches, your rabbis or priests, the events that occurred and the meaning that your mind made of it. That's what is informing you. That's what's living in your subconscious. You didn't choose it consciously, intentionally. How amazing is it to think, wait a minute, I get to choose? Oh, yeah, you get to choose all of it. You get to choose what you want to believe, You want to be what you want to create, the emotions, and the hours of the day you want to spend feeling those emotions. We're either victims of our lives or creators of our lives, and we deserve to be creators now.
1: I'll tell you, as a military spouse, I struggled with that for a while. I'm a pretty positive person, but I haven't had much control Mm -hmm. um, over where we're going to live, which affected me. I was positive about it. I was always the spouse that had a fun time, I, you know, tour the area. But it affected me in that it didn't allow me to have a real a vision of what I wanted because I was following the man I loved around, which is my choice I would make time and time again. And I have to say, he retired last year, and for the first time, I'm kind of stepping into that role. It's still new for me, even though I kind of you know started my own business and started this journey earlier. And I just I don't know. I just think it's so amazing to like the changes I've seen in myself when I really go after something. And I fucking get it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, I don't know. I didn't tell you this. When I first launched my course, I was like, I want to help 50 people. And I didn't make it about numbers. It, I didn't care. My price was low. No one knew who I was. I had to start somewhere. And I got 50 on the fucking nose. Is that not amazing? I'd never, Tracy, I'd never set a goal for myself. I'm, and I'm a doer. I get things done, I'd never actually set a goal. And it was amazing how the university answered back. Of course, because you
0: had an intention. Mm hmm. Right, an intention, an intention through the lens that I see and teach. I don't like goals. I feel like goals themselves can be very tight and very constricting. But I love intentions, right? Because that was your intention. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change fifty people's lives with this course, right? And then you showed up and you did it, and then you offered it. Here you go. When you move, I move. Boom, just like that. Right? It's such a beautiful thing to recognize your power and to also recognize that you are a creator. And to also know that fear is going to be omnipresent forever. And we love that because fear is not danger. And fear in your journey of becoming her is going to be ever, ever present because you are always showing up and doing things that are different and unfamiliar and unknown. So we set up little invisible desks next to our desks for our fear and we relate to it and we love it right? And we start to learn how to intentionally let her think for you, right? You're her being your next level self and you no longer allow your current version to make decisions and you give very intentionally the honor to your next level. And you say, and this is the core of the work inside of mind magic, there's an integrator called the choice method, which is this four phase method that you use over and over and over again. And it's like embodiment and it's just crazy what happens. But in that, the third phase is what would she do? Right? So, if you really consider right now something that you've been paralyzed by, or like it's like, you know, you're faking the funk on it. Faking the funk is when you decide you're going to do something, but then you spend all day doing anything but that, and you're so busy, but you're not actually doing the thing that you know you need to do. When you pause for a minute and you close your eyes and you take a breath, And you allow yourself to connect to the vision make some assumptions. We've created a vision together right inside of our vision creation process. You're creating a she manifesto. Who is she? What are you claiming about this version of yourself? And then you go, what would she do? Instantly it comes right through your body. Well, she would press play and do the Facebook live. She would fire that client. She would hire that team member. She would put her out of office on and take two weeks off. She would have that uncomfortable conversation. It just right there, and when you allow yourself to then do in your current third dimensional reality, what she would do, but do it now, you're bringing the quantum into your lived experience. You're bringing the potentials and the possibilities from the field into your lived experience. And that's how you literally start to create anything you want.
1: That's key right there. Anyone listening, that, that's key. I, don't, I, I can't stress this enough, but that's what's going to get you moving forward. And I I just love that. I can picture her. Yes. I know. I know what she really wants, When I really give her the time. And I sit down and think about it.
0: Yeah. When you allow yourself to connect to her and that's part of it, building a depth of connection, it comes so quickly because she, she is the version of you. That's already enjoying, marinating in loving the vision. Like she's there. She's she, whatever your big vision is, there is a version of you in the potentials and the way that the universe exists, that that already exists. And you want to pull her in to your lived experience. And you do that by letting her lead because if you, as much as I love you, and as much as you are wonderful and amazing, if the current version of you continues to make decisions, you are going to continue to spin in the same outcomes and the same patterns. You might get like moments where you generate a little bit more, but it's not going to be sustainable and it's not going to be the more that you're capable of. Yeah. And if you're not working internally, you're making everything exponentially harder on yourself. right? Entrepreneurship is the personal growth journey you never knew you just signed up for.
1: Right, amen.
0: Right, literally, it's like, oh, the, the brochure says, work from Bali, grab your laptop, come to Tulum, yeah. let's do a retreat, you can do anything you want. And then really, the, the bait and switch is, the fine print and find all of your wounds and your fear of abandonment and your limitation and what you really think about yourself and transcend it and right and it's beautiful because all of our soul's objective is to heal and expand like that's like our actual purpose our purpose is my purpose is not what i do your purpose is not what you do that's our passion that's our calling we can monetize that and serve that but our purpose as spiritual energetic beings having human experience is to evolve yes And then all of a sudden, when you evolve, your external circumstances change, your power changes, what you perceive you want changes because you changed.
1: Is it okay if my future self, I mean, my future self wants money, is that okay? Please. Yes. Thank you. I love money.
0: I love money. And that's another component. By the way, money is not the problem. Money is a symptom of something deeper usually connected to your attachment styles because you think money is security. But let me tell you something. You're the security. It's innate, who you are. I love money. I love money. I had to shift my money. shit. I remember the first coach I ever hired, I paid $1,148. It was a 30 day coaching engagement. And I remember like literally slithering down the side of my bed after I made that investment. Like dad, like, I can't believe I just spent the money. Oh my God, was a thousand dollars. Should I tell my husband? Should I not tell my husband? Right Right. now my perception of relationship with money is completely different. I spend tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaching and mentorship and investment Mm -hmm. because I'm the asset. And that's something that I want every woman to know. You're the asset, your energy, your time, and your money in the thing that's always going to give you the biggest roi and that's you that's you so yes i want everyone to have a shitload of money
1: because of what money can do no i was i'm thinking i mean i'm thinking of your del rey hondo i'm like i mean what my future self wants like she she wants a second home she wants to live somewhere cool when the kids like leave for college
0: yes absolutely absolutely and i love what you just said because something that i observe is if you claim that you do want money, which is a beautiful thing. I will observe a lot of women then saying, but it's not really, I don't need the money. I want the money because I want to be philanthropic. I want the money because I want to be able to do certain things. And I get that. And I love that. And we're super philanthropic and I need you to know that it's beautiful and necessary for you to desire that financial freedom for yourself. It is not selfish for you to make sure that you are financially free. And not only can you cover the beautiful costs of of tuition and overhead and and living, but to have overflow and to vacation and to first class your plane ticket and to do random things like that's part and parcel, because really, if you desire money and you come from not a lack desire, but a heart's desire, and you recognize like, okay, it's safe to have money. And I love to have money. But then you deflect by not allowing yourself to enjoy and marinate in your own money, right? And like, roll around naked in your bed in a pile of hundreds, like that's healthy. (laughs) That's healthy. You want to include yourself in the generation of money. Because that's when it gets really, really good. It's both end.
1: Oh, my God, I love that. Because I mean, like, that's a lot of our end goal. Let's just face it. That's why we start freelance business. That's why we you know, start our own business and work for ourselves and not stay at $15 an hour. Yes, of course. And and I mean, think about like, as you're saying this, think about how like
0: totally ridiculous, like it, it's, it's actually occurring to me this way, interestingly for the first time, how ridiculous, it's actually insane, irresponsible is it to have a business, whether it's a side hustle or a full-time business, but not love money, want money, Or make money like it doesn't even i just don't understand it like doesn't i I feel confused it doesn't even make sense that's not a business a business needs cash flow that's what a business does it makes money it invests money it generates money it's a cycle right like yeah you, you you get to show up and shift your relationship with money and you don't do that ironically by focusing on money you do that by coming inside and working on you
1: I do get people say it's not about the money. I do have people tell me, I'm to tell me that, and I kind of call bullshit, but yeah. that's what they need to circle back. So yeah. Then- yes. And because it's also part
0: of like how we were ingrained and raised, it's not about the money, right? Because what? Because then you're more holy somehow. No. Right. But because, but money has been bastardized and you know, money is evil and money is greedy and rich people are greedy and we shouldn't want money. It's the same shit that keeps us people pleasing. It's the same shit that keeps you a martyr. It's the same thing keeps you guilt ridden as a mother. Yeah. Like we cannot continue to perpetuate our grandmother's ways of being.
1: My God, no, please no. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay, I have two objections I want you to handle for me. Yes, please. I'm, curious. I'm so curious. One, I have freelancers who just don't think the, and I can talk about this all the time, but I know Tracy's going to have a beautiful answer. They just don't think there's enough. There's not enough jobs. It's too too late for them. There's not enough work. There's not enough good clients. Like all of that space that you talked about that comes from lack. What do you say to them? Okay. So I'm going to say a couple of things. The first thing is
0: that is simply a perceived limitation that you hold. That is not real. That is not truth. It might be perceived true for you because you live in your perceptions, not in what's actually real, right? And that is being driven by where you came from and the belief structure you hold and shit that happened to you and shit that happened to your family and other kind of contributors to that. In addition to our third dimensional world who really wants you to think that because that's lack in its purest form. Lack is there's not enough. There's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough resources. And at the core, I am saying I am not enough. Yeah. Which then brings us back to come and work on yourself. Everything else heals when you do right. (laughs) The other thing is, The truth is, is that everything is available to us all the time. Always. We are swimming. We are swimming in pure abundance, riches, wealth, and not just measured by green paper, love and resources and time and money to recognize, okay, everything is always available to me, which means I don't have to strive for it. What I need to do is identify and then eradicate my perceived limitations that are blocking me from it, that are interfering from it. So it's like, if you imagine there's this huge plexiglass clear from the heavens to the earth panel, right? You're swimming in abundance. There's abundance smacking, like it's everywhere. It's all around you. But because of your perceived limitation, which is your worldviews and your belief structure and your identity, et cetera, you have this panel, but you can't see it. So you want it you strive and you walk up to it and then you're like, boom, and you smack your head on it. you're like, oh, that's as far as I can go, right? when you eradicate, identify and eradicate and pull back that big clear panel. And then when you pull it back, I want you to imagine it just shoots out of your arm and breaks into a million pieces. And Now you're just swimming in the middle of all of the abundance because that's the truth of who you are. So now let me give you a tactical example. In the US, we have pharmacies and the two most popular famous pharmacies are Walgreens and CVS. Okay. And if you start to observe, you will notice That every time you see a CVS, you look across the street, you see a Walgreens. And every time you see a Walgreens, you're going to see a CVS. And they are both doing extremely well because there's a billion people and growing in this world. And it is an abundant universe. So if lack was true, that would never exist because it wouldn't be able to survive. There's more than enough to go around. And it's safe for you to look at your relationship with having it all with being seen, with money, with resources, because you'll continue to hold your limitation. You know, it's interesting when I get to coach women, I do a lot of interrupting and I do, a, I'm always like, ah, ah, mm, mm, because I'm not going to watch you fight for your limits. I just won't do it because when you fight for your limits, mazel tov, you keep them and nothing changes, right? And is it scary to embark on this beautiful question you asked? Of course it is. But again, we're looking to go in the direction of our fear because we recognize when fear arises as we're growing, it's an indication that we're moving into the unfamiliar and the science of change at its core is based in something very simple, taking the unfamiliar and making it familiar and taking the familiar and making it unfamiliar. And in doing that exchange, you are now different. That
1: was my answer. Yeah. And you said something. I know I knew I I knew we were it was gonna be good today. You said something that really struck me that the more you concentrate on that lack or like trying to, what, how did you say it? You'll say it better than me. (laughs) So so when you focus on that lack, which is why when, when you're referring to this,
0: right, as beautiful clients, and I hope for you guys that are listening, you're like, oh yeah, that's me. I totally think that or I totally say that. Don't let judgment come in. We teach something called your NJO, your non-judgmental observer. You have to start to allow yourself to observe yourself and collect the data without judgment, right? To go, oh yeah, totally. She's describing me. Exactly. Okay, great. So when you then, Are in that story, right? There isn't enough. There isn't enough. There isn't enough. There isn't enough. Your ego is built to prove you right, so you're going to continue to see through your brain and the way your particular activating system works, and and the way that your thalamus registers information and your primal brain and all these things. You're only going to see that because it's literally what you're asking for. You always get what you ask for, and then the more you focus on the fact that there's not enough, you drive more of that so then you keep what's available to you further away thus perpetuating the chase so that you can turn around and go see i told you there wasn't
1: enough and the more you keep asking for it you yep. have to keep that gap going
0: correct and the more you put your focus on it what you're focusing on is the lack of it the absence of it and if that's where your focus and attention is then you're going to create more absence and more lack
1: bottom line everyone there's a lot of fucking jobs and Emily's <laughs> posting a lot <laughs> And Emily needs people to fill these jobs. Yes. So many. I just, I can't even handle this question anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 If you want it, if you want to be limitless, it's there for you. Uh, that's, that's also the truth.
0: We are unlimited. That is the truth. Yeah,
1: it's Our world and our
0: internals and all the things I just keep talking about that make you believe something different. Then when you tap in, that's what we call it mind magic for a reason. When you tap into the magic and you start generating outcomes, like speaking gigs, kindness from your ex, your Mm co-parent, right? Clients falling into your lap. What happens Mm -hmm. is, is when you start to realize your power and you start to realize that you're always generating, right? And you're always manifesting something. Mm -hmm. And then you get the evidence of it. At first you question it. You're like, no, just no. And then you do it again, and you're like, oh. and then you start to realize you're like an alchemist. Yeah. Just like, oh, what do
1: I want? Okay, got it. Because I have a friend right now going through some big contracts, big offers, just like scooping up the clients, and he's kind of like, holy fuck. I sent him a couple of your podcasts. I was like, listen to this. Like, don't even let this stop you. I know he's, he's going in a good place, but I'm like, you need awareness in this area. So <laughs> just like, keep embracing this because there's more and you're going to fucking do it and you need to hire somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: There's more. Yeah. It's always, there's always more available.
1: Okay. My other question for you, the freelancer who is brand new, who's filled with the fear and the inadequacy and it's that chicken and the egg who will hire me when I have no experience. How do do you address that?
0: Yeah. Mm. It just made me think of my mom who I lost when I was 24 because she used to always say, managers aren't born managers. You have to become a manager. Somebody gets to give you your first frontline job and then your first management job, right? And then you become that. So I think I just want to start with that because it just came shooting through, right? It's okay. Like, How can you not be a beginner when you're in the beginning. Like let's, so let's look at it logically first. we're There was a time that I had the first ever client and, and just like all of us, there's not a person, I don't care who you want to throw here that didn't have to start as a beginner.
1: We all had a first timer, huh? correct,
0: correct, <laughs> correct. Right. So, so just that kind of awareness first so that you don't go down the rabbit hole about it. So there's just like first awareness and then recognizing, who you are and how incredibly valuable you are. And that if it's not yours, you wouldn't be called to it. If, if it wasn't yours, you wouldn't have the passion, the drive, the excitement to deliver it, to serve it, to be in that line of, of being a service provider of that thing. And then you also get to go within yourself and go, wait a second. I need to let my next level think for me. So let's just play with this for a minute through that lens of you're brand new. Right. So you haven't gotten hired yet. Right. So then doesn't it make sense based on everything that we talked about so far that your mind would start offering you thoughts that feel limiting and doubtful. Because when you do take that first gig and that second gig, it still feels new. And even the third, you're moving out of your zone of familiar into your unfamiliar. You're becoming her, the version of you who is so you can remember. You can look back and you go, my God, a year ago, I remember I was so afraid. And I was thinking, who would hire me? And now I love that part of me. And it was so silly, but it was necessary. And Look at what I'm doing now, and now I am full time in my business, and I have soulmate clients, and I wake up every day so intentionally, so passionately. I love my life, and the key is is be her now, right? That next level version of you would never allow you to think, "Well, who's going to hire me?" She'd be like, "Girl, you are fire. Let's go. Put your shit out there because people are waiting for you right now." And this is how you start to realize, okay, I am actually creating my lived experience. Yes, I love that.
1: Okay, Tracy. What do we do next? What's next?
0: What's next? Okay, here's where we need to start. So expander. I'm so excited about expander expander is an ebook. So it actually started as an article and then I kept writing and it turned into like a white paper. And then I was like, fine, I'm just gonna make a little book out of this. So, It is is 57 pages. It's beautifully designed. And what I am walking you through is it's called expander for trailblazing women, building a new world, which is every single one of you. And it walks you through what a paradigm is the anatomy of a paradigm, the origin of a paradigm, because understanding is power. And then I, introduce seven of the most limiting paradigms interfering with incredible, magnificent visionary women. And then I give you seven replacements of expanded, higher consciousness, progressive paradigms to start to embody. So everyone's getting the ebook for free. You can go to theexpanderbook.com and grab your ebook. There's an option there if you want to grab the audio too. Whatever you want to do is great, but the ebook is completely yours and the feedback we're getting about it. It's massive. It's massive. So I'm pumped for you to
1: have that. Thank you. And this will just, I, I think this is so awesome to have these next steps mm-hmm. to start to shift ourselves. What if we want to work with you? Tell us what that, what our options are. Yeah. So I take four private clients
0: a year. So if you are interested in doing something more deeper dive and longer, then just email me. I am very, I'm just me all the time. It's not a lot of formality. So just email me. Everybody get on my email. It's Tracy at lipfactor.com, T-R-A-C-Y at the lipfactor.com. Also thrilled to hear what resonated. Um, so if you're interested in understanding what it looks to work with me longer and deeper, send me an email. Otherwise, all roads lead to mind magic. Everyone in our world starts with mind magic because mind magic is... You become a mind magician and that's real oh my god my magic is real all the whole conversation that we had was like a fingernails worth of what happens for you inside of mind magic our next cohort of mind magic is going to start in the fall so we will uh make sure that you're aware of that too
1: yeah okay awesome do you want to tell anyone about a special event you have coming up oh my god yes thank you thank you thank you okay seriously
0: okay did you ever see bad moms Yes. Okay. You guys also, I hope you said, yes, I love Bad Moms. If you haven't seen Bad Moms, my first order of business is lock yourself in a room and watch Bad Moms because it's like our orientation. When you join my team, you sit with me. We watch that. No like, yeah, we always do team meetings in the house. And I was like, okay, we must end the evening with Bad Moms because if you do not piss yourself laughing, I don't know if this is going to work.
1: Oh my gosh, that is so funny. You pass, so, you
0: pass. Yes, exactly. And so in Bad Moms, Kristen Bell, there's this moment where she finds her power and she finally opens her voice to her husband who had been very dominate, like a very dominating. And then she like, tells him what needs to be said. And then she hangs the phone up and then she goes, oh, I'm very excited. This is all very exciting. I'm very excited. (laughs) So when you ask me about the event, that's what happens. I get very excited because it is um, a game changer. We've been working on something huge and we are going to be debuting that something huge in a very, very special way. And it's going to be debuted at the Consciousness Revolution Gala. Ah, And the Consciousness (laughs) Revolution Gala is at a five-star diamond luxury hotel here in Palm Beach. It is going to be part kick-ass party because I love a good party, part workshop and really understanding your own consciousness. Some super, some surprises. There's going to be some fun people walking around doing things consciousness related. So you'll be able to click the link in the show notes that Emily's going to put and grab your spot. There is nothing more fun. There is nothing that is going to feel more powerful than being inside of this room at this event. And I just can't wait.
1: Who's invited? Me?
0: All visionary women leaders entrepreneurs. We are a company from women, by women, for women. So my husband will be there for support, but otherwise this is for visionary women leaders and entrepreneurs because we are building a new world and it takes all of us locking arms together in community. Gathering ignites our oneness, when you surround yourself with other highly conscious, purely, purely loving, collaborative woman, you are fucking unstoppable. Community is the medicine. Community is the answer. Full stop.
1: I wholeheartedly agree. I know. That makes a difference. It makes a difference in everyone's success. Everyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So if you all download the Expander book, you'll get on our email list. You'll be the right we'll team. Yes, you will always know everything. And with Expander, we're
0: doing like super fun pop up book club things. So okay. like every six weeks, every eight weeks or so, then we announce like, okay, it's Expander Book Club free. Just Expander Book Club and Hot Seat Coaching with Tracy. So that way we can also, I love to serve you. So it's a fun way to also kind of pop into our world, and then you will know all the things that are always happening.
1: Yeah. And I want you to tell everyone about your podcast because I was, I'm really diving in and enjoying episodes and preparing for this. And, you know, you and I had spoke several months ago and I just couldn't wait to have you on, but I just want you to tell everyone because you, you have a new podcast. I do. I do it launched in January. It's called the how of
0: within it focuses on everything we're talking about, right? It's really that we were never taught to look within. We were taught to be external. And the how within is the movement of going within to generate your unlimited potential.
1: Okay. So we'll, we'll link to that too. You can find it in any podcast playing app. And you have your other podcast, your older one talked in there. What would she do? Yep. Yeah. That's talked in there too. And there's really good episodes in there. Freelancers, go listen. Like there's so much good information here. Tracy, this has been so fun. I knew the conversation would be dynamite. I knew you would have this great angle for the virtual assistants and freelancers listening. Do you have any parting words for us? You are capable. Like you are, it makes me emotional because what I do every day
0: is I get to reflect back to you. The version of you that's there, right? Like that's how I get to see you. It's how I see All of my current clients as well and it's just like i know i know it feels like you're operating here like in who you are but but you're here you're here and it's safe to feel safe and it's safe to have it all and it's safe to allow yourself to receive and be open and there are people out there right now that need you that that, like they need you 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 have a gift you have a uniqueness there aren't enough people like you that do what you do this world is expanding and, and literally your uniqueness is a match for the people that only you can serve, that Emily cannot serve and the other person in the mastermind cannot serve. It has to be you. So stop making it about you and make it about who's
1: waiting for you because that's, that's what's real. That's what's real. That's the essence of the unicorn. And that's why our community embraces abundance because we are so different, and we are so wired, and we have different talents and passions and soft skills that serve different clients. Yeah, completely different from the girl, the unicorn next to you. Totally, and that's like our skills, right?
0: Yeah, your energy is unique. Your lived experiences are unique. Where you were born is unique. Your relatability is unique. Whether you're a mother, you're not a mother is unique. All these things about you that are unique. And when you allow yourself to show up expressed, right? Cause that's part of it as well. And who you are and you put your flag in the ground. You're like, here I am, take me or leave me either way. Awesome. And you allow yourself to then attract the clients that only you can serve. Like you have to, you guys, we have to, we have to live into our potential because it's so sad if we don't.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you. Tracy. Such a pleasure. Everyone go connect with her and all the platforms. Get the book, listen to the podcast, and look out for your invitation yeah. to consciousness, consciousness
0: revolution. Yes, yes. Oh, and also Instagram is a great from a social media standpoint at the Lit Factor. Oh, yeah. you Thank won't miss everything. We post everything there too.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for joining me today. So much good stuff. I'll keep this outro short if you enjoyed it. I'd love a five-star review. I'd love a tag on Instagram. Just tell Tracy how amazing she is and go expand your network with her and make sure you grab her free book. All right, I'll see you next week. We're gonna like stomp on that inner critic and make her go away once and for all and find out where Mary Ann's inner critic started on the school bus all those years ago. I'll see you then. (laughs) If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com services. To know that you are worthy and deserving. Uh, worthy and deserving. Oh my God.